Welcome to the suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And this, uh, yo, man, you good? Yeah, it, 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 it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, man. And I just have to have a warrior spirit, that's all. So what are we gonna start off with? <laughs> um, I was thinking. I was like, "All right, my birthday's next week. Your birthday's in two weeks. It really is some divine ass shit that we were born eight days apart." Yeah, that's crazy. It's um <laughs> very crazy. Yeah. Um, Kimber had a baby boy. Congrats! Yesterday, he's cute naturally little chocolate thing um i love babies <laughs> i know oh they're so cute and they're not yeah they're scary <laughs> that two to three year old phase be Whew. my niece is so fucking bad she pretty as all hell but she is bad as shit yeah my nephew is finally like just started to calm down when he was two or three running around like a maniac but he still be running around like a maniac they be turnt bro they you think you enjoy life these niggas enjoy the fuck out of life energy on another uh, see i never understood sugar high you are kind of low is that better hello 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 yeah okay um but no, I never believed in sugar high Shit, because I never, I don't think I ever experienced it. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't remember like a distinct feeling of energy after eating like a piece of candy or something. Me but I have seen it on other kids <laughs> and it's just crazy how sugar be affecting kids bodies like this. Sugar is the cocaine for children it is definitely a drug <laughs> pixie sticks are definitely kitty coke sticks and he is a candy eating ass nigga like he wants everything to be candy i wasn't a can i'm still not a candy eater i had to put those warheads up because i was i was going through <laughs> man i love candy i um i love alcohol i'm <laughs> I guess I didn't like candy my whole life because it was like, nah, this this nigga's destined to be an alcoholic. <laughs> this is not hard enough for me. Right. Nah, nah I need a little more edge. Yeah, I've always loved candy. I'm also not really a coffee person. I've noticed I will get, I'll get jacked off. Mm. Like when we went to the thing, like I had the coffee, I was jacked for a second. See, coffee has never had that effect on me either um i like the flavor of coffee so if i'm drinking it it's definitely for the flavor but i'm not like a wake up in the morning and need coffee person yeah. to get through the day i'm not one of those people i used to drink a lot more coffee when i was in college in high school surprisingly just thinking that it was gonna do something for you or it was, was it actually doing something for you it was helping because i'm not a morning person naturally i've become a morning person 
Because I'm old and washed Right <laughs> But I needed caffeine to keep my ass up <clears throat> Then But now I can just wake up naturally I don't feel like caffeine has that effect on me It's a lot of things that I feel like people talk about And I'm just like I literally Like five hour energies never did it for me Five hour energies make me feel like I'm on crack <laughs> Maybe my receptors are I don't know but yeah, those I could take a five hour energy and lay the fuck down. Really? Yeah. Same with coffee. Same with any kind of anything with caffeine in it. I worked a lot of third shift, so I used to use those to, and it, it would keep me up. But the other thing about a five hour energy shot is you're supposed to mix it. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm. You're not supposed to just shoot it. We were definitely shooting them. You're supposed to mix it like with water, like so, like. A bottle of water, you mix it and you drink it over time. It probably would have worked better if I did it right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what a lot of like. I didn't realize it until uh, I can't remember who told me. I was like, no, you don't shoot it. You're supposed to mix it in over time. Mm. I was like, oh, it's way more useful. I think another thing though with the five hour energy is you can't have already hit your max point of exhaustion either, right? Because it would be it would be nights where. I be up at 2 a.m. thinking that taking a five-hour energy at that point was going to get me through the whole next day. And it's like, no, I'm already beat at 2. Yeah. You're just in zombie mode after that. And zombie mode is not a good look. Bruh, yeah. Good old five-hour energy. I do. The only energy drink I do feel like helps me or works with me is Monster. Monster works with me. Red Bull, natural Red Bull, that shit be hitting. Red Bull doesn't do it for me either. I can do the little ones, like a, a full sugar on Red Bull. I am out here hanging and banging. Um, I like the taste of Red Bull, but. I like the taste. People be acting like they don't like Red Bull. Like, that tastes. Oh, like- yeah. And I, I prefer the sugar free Red Bulls. I feel like they taste better, but that's just me. You got to hit that Krenak. <laughs> that Krenak be hitting. <laughs> that Krenak don't be working for me. It's the Krenak for me. <laughs> um, So we went the other day to the opening of uh, Dark Side Coffee. We sure did. And I don't know about you, but I felt like a minor celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I definitely wasn't, um, you know, waltzing through there like a fucking TV celeb, like the motherfucking, what you call a couple from Love and Marriage Huntsville, which. Man, that shit was hilarious. Just because. I'm tired of people acting like just because folks on TV that they, uh. They doing something. Right. Like, please calm down. But I can't wait to be on TV so I can act like I'm doing something. I'm be out here acting like a complete asshole, and I can't wait, bro. I'm be I'm be that nigga. <laughs> nah, for real, it was dope because it was a lot of people that I had known over the years. And the other thing I was realizing, um, for one. Most of the people that I was seeing have partied here. Because especially when uh, 
for that moment when Austin's clique joined with our clique mm. and those parties were epic. This place was like lit. I was so happy to see Kara. I ain't seen Kara in so long. I've seen Kara around a couple of times. I actually went, um, but okay, what were we talking about? Oh, the, the people event. we were running into. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was seeing a whole bunch of people that I knew, uh, people that are doing creative stuff in Huntsville too. And people being like, yo, we need to work together and we got to follow through with that shit. Yeah, I had gotten a lot of um, responses after I had posted on Twitter from a botanical black girl because I had literally just met her Sunday when I went for um, Krista's like engagement. What's she? I guess celebration. I don't really know. Was she next to us? Krista? No. Uh, Botanical Black Girl? Because I got a whole bunch of requests from people. I was like, I saw that person. <laughs> I don't think so, honestly. Um, because when she responded, she was just like, you were there? And I was just like, yeah, I saw your hair at one point and then I didn't see you again because she has like that big like purple magenta looking fro. Um, I was like, yeah, I had seen your hair at one point and I tried to get your attention, but I think you went inside and then I didn't see you again. And she was just like, yeah, after we got our coffee, we left. So I don't think they really did the standing outside part because it didn't look like she had on like a real coat for real. Yeah. So, um, who else did we see? Some old classmates, Jaron and his wife. Yeah. Uh, my guy walked up to me it was like the Joe Button of Huntsville I was like oh shit <laughs> elite black church though so let's not act they didn't go to my church I don't know what church they went to but I was uh, I was in Dell teens with them man you were <laughs> yeah that was, that was you, a wild time man <laughs> Kim is elite black don't let her act like she ain't an elite black too calm down <laughs> Please calm down. She be name dropping. Uh, they don't. They don't be knowing me though. So I, that's another reason why. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird for me seeing people that I know and recognize because I'm just like, yeah, they have. They have no idea who I am or who I was a couple years ago when I was actually in their orbit. Like uh, Katura when I did her makeup, I be want to tell her so bad. Like, do you remember me from Deltines? But I know good and well she don't. People don't be remembering me. That's like one of the most disappointing things. <laughs> you you've a, you have a face that has not changed. No. And people were just coming up to me. I'm wearing this mask. And Juice, what's up? Like, hi? Some people I do be looking at like, pull your mask down because I don't know who the fuck you are. Who the fuck? But for the most part, like I be recognizing people. I, um, Yeah. Everybody remembers me because I just be walking places. If you, Juice! Like, oh shit, who the fuck is this? Right, why well, you talking about me, nigga? You for the fucking celebrity. You got the face, you got the unforgettable <laughs> face. <laughs> it's the fame for me. You walk into places and people know you. People be having, I be having to get people fucking blues clues to figure out who I am. <laughs> Hey, remember me from like 17 years ago when <laughs> I used to wear this, that, and the third, and I used to sit next to your brother who was, yeah, I hate that. People would be like, remember that time we were drunk juicing? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, no. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> no, nigga. Um, I saw that nigga, uh, I ain't gonna say his name, 
well, uh, infamous uh, <laughs> officer Police of the officer. motherfucking law. One day I was walking outside of work and I just hear uh, over an intercom, Jews. I was like, where is this nigga at? <laughs> and the then fuck? he pulled out. I was like, hey! <laughs> Yeah, so that shit was it was cool. Doing a little, uh, I I felt like I was around people that were like me, people trying to do something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a whole bunch of this bullshit. So, I hope we I hope we actually get to work with them. Um, now that we've put the bug in two other people's ears, that shit gonna happen. Cause I feel like we need just like a good home spot where we can go. And sit down and, you know what I'm saying, do what we do or whatever. Yeah. And then it's beneficial for multiple ways. I, th- I feel like we can do that. Um, This COVID shit got to fucking end so I can really be networking. <sighs> yeah. Um, really thought COVID was going to be wrapped up by the time birthdays come but it's actually nope. getting worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it's really like you go hang out. I mean, we low key. <laughs> Please, baby Jesus. Please. I was. I'll be taking emergency every day, though. Hopefully I ran that, out of emergency. That, I know. Uh, I do got some emergency. I stopped taking it. I think like, that's keeping me straight. Um. Yeah. I, I was having fun, but at the same time, I was like, mm, keep this mask on the entire yeah, time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, cause some it. some niggas was out here, no mask, not giving a shit. That's it for me though. I ain't doing nothing hey. else like that. Nah, yeah, that was a one time, one time only. My mama said apparently it's like people that are petitioning to keep the state open. If I, if, I, if uh, other states start locking down, but I'm just like. It's only gonna hurt us. The way the trend is happening, we're gonna lock down eventually. Because if the if the bigger states and the bigger cities are locking down, and you know what I'm saying, we've already had crazy numbers. I just want us to go ahead and do it, like, and do it the right way. We can knock this shit out if we everybody just does the right thing. Biden is talking about six weeks. That's nothing compared to. Earlier this year, we thought this could be forever at one point. (laughs) I mean, for because they kept projecting like it could be 2022 and blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, well, yeah, if we don't do shit the way we need to do shit, it is definitely gonna be 2022. (laughs) This shit ain't going nowhere, no time soon. But I don't know, like, I just I don't know. I don't like that shit. I don't like that people are just like, no, we're gonna stay open because. It's not an issue if if they're paying employers to keep their employees at home. Mm-hmm. That's not that fucking... All you got to do is open the fucking bag. It's, it's not that fucking hard. That's really it. And if you did it... If you did it and only did it for six weeks, I feel like that that would... The money that America pays for a bunch of shit that is unnecessary... That's not even a drop in the bucket. Honestly. You know what it is? People are fucking greedy. And they want to make sure that workers are poor enough to where they don't have options. 
And that's the sad truth because capitalism is bullshit. Yeah. But let me get off my rant. <laughs> Especially if you have a family. So it's not like anybody is asking you to completely quarantine by yourself for the entire shutdown of shit. We're just asking you not to be out here gathering in large groups and wear a fucking mask, bro. Going to, you know, clubs and shit. Like, it still blows my mind that clubs are open. I'm not, strip I'm clubs are open. Not even gonna hold you. Yeah, this. That's wild. I would be caught. I ain't going to strip club to at least 2023. Yeah, nah. Because I know the COVID's still gonna be on them chairs. <laughs> right. Because who cleaning that shit down? Y'all sanitizing? Fuck the no. strip club. They got that one towel that they use for, for all everything. the strippers. Right. <laughs> the COVID towel. Just wipe it up and down the pole. That's all they got, bro. Yeah. I, um, I just, you know, the writing's on the wall for what's going to be bad. After this Thanksgiving break, it's about to be COVID city. Especially if, I mean, if everything is still open come Thanksgiving. All the kids going to come home from college. They're going to go straight to their local bar. Spread that shit around. Parties. Ain't gonna be me. Mm-mm. Even though my brother and Angie are coming. Are they driving or flying? Driving. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. When are they coming? Uh, I'm not sure. Sometimes I feel bad that I don't talk to my brother, like, normally. Like, only in the group messages and about stupid shit. I don't ask him anything. Did you used to? Huh? I don't know. That's y'all's normal dynamic, I guess. That's how it was with us growing up. And then we got super close and then he moved away. It used to bother me at first when people were like, Y'all are brothers? Like, but now it makes total sense. I'm like, yeah, we we don't think like at all. Yeah, y'all are complete completely two sides of the coin. He is an extrovert as fuck. I stick in my shell. He's an outspoken Type A extrovert. And I second guess everything. Well, to the point that I stutter. Yeah. <laughs> Complete opposites. But and I secretly made that nigga doper by introducing him to dope music. And that fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like all older siblings have a heavy influence on their younger siblings. Definitely. Because my sister... Is what made me a Beyonce fan and every other fan. A Janet Jackson stan. She raised you well. Yeah. And she's a Dolly Parton stan. I'm pretty sure that uh, <laughs> my sister is a Beyonce fan because of me. My sister was that first wave Beyonce fan, like before the writings of that first Destiny Shout album, that old school one. <laughs> Yeah. And she picked uh, Beyonce early to be like, yeah, I'm going to stay in Beyonce. Oh, yeah. She I think everybody fourth. had that. Like, everybody. Once we knew that she was the leader of the pack, it was like, okay, we can see why. But some people, it's always those people. 
I like to use this reference. My brother had a Zoom. I had an iPod. It's always people <laughs> that choose the right decision. It's people that were like, you know, I like this Beyonce lady. She seems to have it together. I choose to stand. And then it was also people be like, this Meyer girl has it. She's going to be the next Aaliyah. Yeah. No. Nobody's going to be the next Aaliyah. I'm sorry. I almost said something reckless, but fuck it. Uh, Aaliyah's overrated. Anyway, as we can... Musically? I'm not even going to say I disagree, but I still just feel like her... Her time on this earth was spent well. Her whole entity, like her style, her mannerisms, her personality. Like growing up, I understood it. But now looking back, I'm like, she was 21 when she died. I mean, she was like. I thought she was 25. Was she 21? Damn. So she was a baby out here being a sex symbol. And that don't sit right with me. Yeah, she was. Yeah, since she was 15. She was out here. Yeah. No, before 15. Yeah. 15 is when she married R. Kelly. Ooh, gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. But uh, <laughs> but it's always people that choose the wrong person or choose the wrong thing. There are people that, like another instance from my life, we had a Dreamcast. You're like, yo, Dreamcast is the shit. We did not. <laughs> Some people chose Xbox wisely, or some people chose PS2. I mean, PS, yeah, PS2. I think we had both. Dreamcast is my favorite console ever, though. I don't even think I've ever used a Dreamcast. I gotta find my cords because I got it in there. We could use, we could play it one day. Because I got inside of it is ready to rumble, and I also got Crazy Taxi. Yeah, I know nothing about none of that. Man. <laughs> but yeah, it's always those people that don't choose to. Uh, there was people that couldn't decide between Prince or Michael Jackson, but then there was also people that like Billy Ocean. <laughs> You're such a music nerd. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. It's all like it's always winners and losers. It's always like for now, like I've muted PS5. Because I'm tired of it. Niggas acting like fucking bitches. And then she gets on my fucking... Oh, yeah. well, y'all have a PS5. Like, shut your bitch ass up. And it's a fucking video you game. you got the pick-me women who... I would buy my man a PS5. I bought my nigga a PS5. What y'all doing? I suck his dick while he's... <laughs> shut, the, shut the fuck up. That <laughs> be it. Yeah. Like, man, shut the fuck up. I just don't like that shit. Yeah, me neither. It's like you are trying too hard. You're forcing it. I don't think people realize how desperate that makes them look. They don't. They can't. No, they think it's giving them some kind of cool points. Like this pick me shit be looking so fucking lame, bro. Yeah, I hate it. You only attracted bum ass niggas too when you do that shit. To me, it just feels like it feels like a red flag. You're you're warranting quality attention you know what i'm saying you just want any attention exactly and that is not a good look that's not healthy no it's not healthy it's not fulfilling especially if you're not going to get it from the one person that you're probably trying to get it from because that's that's i mean 
everybody knows when women talk about men on Twitter and they speak generally, they still just talking about one nigga. <laughs> and it's typically the same for a lot of men too. Oh yeah. When they be on it, man, females be, they be talking about one specific girl that they either <laughs> just got done dealing with or that they dealing with in the current moment. But it's just like, why, why y'all do so much just for attention like i would rather this is why i appreciate selfies i would rather you just post pictures all day versus be doing certain pick me shit like oh if i had a nigga i'll buy him a ps5 and i'd be sucking dick from the back and i do all this sexual shit and i would cook and clean and make sure he never hungry or horny because that's how like i just you know what else it is as a guy who is not into like any of that shit really (laughs) it's kind of insulting that women just think men are just like oh i'm just looking for a bitch just suck my dick and buy me a ps5 like nigga i haven't turned on my xbox in a year and a half I don't mean looking at that shit. That's what that's what the younger bachelors are doing, but the older ones. First, of all, I just feel like at a certain point, certain sexual things just shouldn't even excite you like that to just be getting from any and everybody. Like, like yeah, it's cool, but it's like, eh, I've like, gotten it before, bro. I don't it's want not, it from you just because you offering, right? Like, that's the other shit. People act like niggas don't turn down sex. They definitely do, but they don't be realizing it. They be trying to play it off as as other things. Like, what do you mean? You must be gay, or oh, I knew he wasn't right. I could tell something. You know, like if if a girl ever gets turned down, it's I could tell he was a little different when he wore. Straight women will get into their homophobic bag quick when they get turned down. Yeah. That's what happens a lot. They get all the way. They don't understand sexuality. They don't understand being rejected sexually. Yeah. At all. To where it's just, oh, something's got to be different about this guy or in quotes, something's got to be wrong. No, bitch, I'm just not attracted to you. (laughs) 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 Which I don't understand because women get turned down dudes all the time you, do you really think niggas are just that savage that they don't turn down pussy uh, now i have not experienced that type of rejection um but maybe i can recall one time and i wasn't i don't even feel like i was upset to me it was just like honestly i'm just like okay cool like at least i know that's not what you're trying to use me for at least i know you aren't trying to use me in any kind of way and now I know how to move from here on out. And like, even if it was a, a dating situation or a talking situation and you know what I'm saying? Like you're declining my advances. Maybe that means you actually trying to get to know me or you just not really feeling me like that. But either way, like I didn't get used. And that to me is a little bit more gratifying than just getting fucked. And then, not hearing from a nigga because he really didn't want to fuck you in the first place. Like, go go fuck that nigga, get it over with. <laughs> in the right. words of Daddy Future, <laughs> I'd rather be declined than fucked and left on red. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I, man. 
But I, I mean that that just comes from the whole mindset of sex sales and women being taught that pussy is power and that they can get whatever they want because of sex and yada yada yada. So I think people women just typically assume that sex is always gonna be the number one of negotiating yeah. form of currency for like, things. Like for a while I was like, I'm not I'm like I don't know, I'm gonna take this out. Fuck it. It depends on how this goes. <laughs> for the longest I was trying to save myself not for marriage, but yeah. for a meaningful relationship. Same. So like freshman year when everybody was fucking. I remember I had this class, this girl and she was like, yeah, just come to my room after. I was like, okay, go hang out. I don't right. Know. And I got there. I was like, oh, this, this ain't. not a hangout. <laughs> no. This is a wang out. Right. <laughs> that... And I was like, man, these women are fucking horny as fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write a story, a book one day. This shit is funny. <laughs> Cause it did, like, I don't know, man. Some shit just didn't click with me until I got older. Like, oh, so that's what that was. <laughs> My but, bad. No, you good. Um. Yeah, but yeah, men definitely turn down sex. Now, will we also hit women that we would not claim? Goddamn right. Because who wouldn't? Women do that shit too. <laughs> Everything people say niggas and bitches do on Twitter, like, oh, these bitches, these niggas, we do the same shit. Everybody's a slime bag. I'm a slime ball. Ain't nobody righteous out here. Yeah, no one is. <laughs> no one is above anyone in these dating streets. That's why it'd be funny, like when people be like, "Man, uh, when people be getting mad about ugly bitches getting niggas, like, hey, maybe she's got something you ain't got, sis. <laughs> maybe she has a good personality. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> maybe she can hold a fucking conversation instead of talking about sucking dick and buying PS5." <laughs> And pretending to like these video games that you can't stand. Right. Because that's another thing I hate too is like when girls be trying to fake like shit for niggas, like fake liking beer and fake liking sports. sports And because we can tell. Yeah, it's never. As a dude that doesn't really like sports, I I mean, I liked it more when I was younger because it was more of a bonding thing. But. Yeah, I can tell when you faking like, oh, this bitch doesn't know shit about fucking. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, women swear that they love beer, but then all they drink is like Miller Lite. I'm just like, no, you're lying to yourself. It's also because you got tons of nigga friends, and we in some bougie shit. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, no, I know niggas that like beer. Okay, <laughs> this ain't the beer that they be drinking, so you ain't fooling me. <laughs> but. Yeah, the stuff that we try to uh, do to attract people and go about it the wrong way is hilarious. I think it's funny when people be thinking that I'd be doing shit like to try to get women to like me. No, I just don't give a fuck about gender norms. 
this is the shit I actually like. I mean, I I also feel the same way. Um, uh-huh. like, this is not an act to try to seduce somebody. I just feel like, yeah, like I just feel like I don't know the shit that I do. It's a lot of shit that I do that niggas don't like. But if I cared about that, I would never do them. Right. So, like I uh. This is one person that follows me. I think he be thinking that I'm one of these dudes that's like saying shit just to get like pussy or whatever. Which, if that was the case, I'm failing <laughs> <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> like, no, I'm just I. I don't know. I don't care. Like, it's certain things that I don't care to say I like or I don't like or I think it's bullshit that dudes. Do. Yeah, it's just because I've grown to that level of security. Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, no, I don't like that shit. Now I can, with a straight face, be like, who cares? This is going to be the funniest thing I've ever said on here, baby. (laughs) The other day, I was having a tough day at work. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go get Popeye's and get the fuck out of here. So I was going back to work hating, dreading it. And I was listening to Beyonce's uh, self-titled album, and Blow was on. (laughs) And I was stuck in my head. I was like, is Blow? the best dirty Beyonce song ever it's pretty it's pretty musical and it's pretty fucking amazing the switches are always dope it's the visual is lit for sure it's but I still think I still think it's Rocket Rocket's up there I also was thinking in my head is self-titled the best Beyonce album and yeah the hits don't lie rocket and uh and blow rocket is you remixing untitled by d'angelo and making it better you know how fucking amazing that is i'm still waiting for no i think somebody already did mash up yeah they matched but yeah i was debating in my head i was like you know that would be a good topic because Blow was fucking amazing. I listened to it the second time. And then right then, I realized somebody was pull- coming over in my lane. And I moved over a little bit. Knocked my whole mirror out. Damn. Because I was in Beyonce world in my head. And I was like, I can never. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah, like, Blow is that shit. Can you look Like, uh, no angel is... Probably. No angels up there. That's some gangster shit to me. Blow, like. The visual, I don't know. I I just really. I have specific visuals when I think of different songs from self titled. Only one I truly hated, hated is Pretty Hurts. I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like that that went on there. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But like the part, uh, the part where it switches and she was like, "Turn the cherry out." Mm. That part is so fucking yeah. dope. And I'm like, "This I filthy ass." I get turn the cherry out. Turn the cherry out. Yeah, I'm a whole ass Beyonce stand. I don't give a fuck about that shit. That is some nasty shit. <laughs> it's filthy. It is so filthy. That is some nasty and I'm like, shit. You know what's weird? As weird as uh, I feel about like sex and stuff, I love filthy songs. I like the I like the hide and plain sight songs like that. It's something about 
it's because I think filthy songs are fucking hilarious. Just how filthy they are. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a cartoonish feeling to me. We forget about Partition. I, I didn't like Partition. I love Partition. I like the music of it, but like, it was just too like, pick me-ish. Mm. But it was, she was talking about her and her mans, though. <laughs> That was that was old to her man's. It was all old to her man. You know as well. Beyonce be is such a talented pick me, but <laughs> <laughs> like especially the early shit, I yeah. can't vibe with a lot of that shit because it's like real like yeah. that pop shit. Yes, yeah, like that pop princess shit. Yeah, like I'm just here to please my man. Like, mm. yeah, I feel like. Uh, Self-titled was when I like was a solidified stand, but earlier it was very like I want to be the perfect woman for my right. nigga type of. But also that was the shit that was selling. It was a lot of women were on that shit, and then plus she was dating Hove, and it was like it's Hove. Of course, Hove got a bad bitch. But you know what else is God. Fuck it. Um, sometimes when I get drunk, I start watching Beyonce videos. Like the whole. <laughs> this is getting good. <laughs> so, like, I'll just go back and I'll start watching it. And if you watch Beyonce videos from the beginning, like of her career to the end, mm. you see how the roles flip with her and Hope. Where she's dancing around Hove in the early shit. Mm-hmm. And then Hove is just pretty much furniture by the time yeah. you get to the Carter shit. He's a statue. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like that for a while. Even I think back to Crazy in Love. Upgrade you is when I think the noticeable switch. I was out. about to say that next. Crazy in Love. Is when, I mean, he was just there in the street and she was just booty shaking around him. And Deja Vu was pretty much like that, too. Yeah. Um, She just always has her dance sequences and he just be there. (laughs) And then uh, Upgrade You for sure. Um, Drunken Love. Drunken Love. Um. I mean, but that's that's, honestly, it hasn't even just been with Jay-Z because, I mean... That's just the way she does. She's, I guess, performer for her man type of bitch. Like, that's what she did when they performed. <laughs> right. When they performed Cater to You. It's always them performing and the men just relaxing. Yeah. And just being there. <clears throat> and I don't know. I mean, as a person that loves strip clubs, I'm used to that also. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I look at it different now as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Beyonce how weird is hole. it? Like, all right. Anytime I get really drunk, it always starts out with. <laughs> it's so sad. It always starts out. With I'll watch Bruno Mars's Super Bowl uh, performance. Oh wow! And then I forgot all about Bruno Mars. Where the first one, the first one, because that shit was dope as fuck. 
And then I watch Beyonce Super Bowl performance, and then I start watching all Beyonce all videos. Beyonce video, yeah. And occasionally I'll end up watching a whole bunch of Michael Jackson videos or Prince videos, depending on where it goes. All greats, all legends. <laughs> I used to do it with Kanye too, but I can't. My uh, Kanye didn't scorn me. I be I can listen to Kanye shit, but it's just. It's hard. It's hard getting excited for his music from from back when, and then remembering where he's at today. And it's like I can lose myself in his music of back then and be totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. But it's something about the video. I can watch like Otis. I can watch that video. That's that's another one that's always on repeat. That and Definitely. this is America video. Mm. And I used to watch Runaway the movie. Every time I got drunk. <laughs> you a good one. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. Um, I can do that with Drake also. It's very easy to do that with Drake. But I got to watch it with Drake because I don't want to end up in my feels. You want to be sad, yeah. Yeah. That's Drake is for a specific kind of night. I like happy Drake. Yeah. I like happy Drake or slash rapping Drake. Yeah, I agree. Cause sad Drake, I've I spent a lot of time in Marvin's room. Ooh, honey, how weird is it gonna sound when people like so juice just up drunk watching Beyonce videos? Goddamn right. I'm sure you're not the only man. <laughs> I'm the only one that'll say it on the fucking podcast. <laughs> well, when I get drunk, Ooh. I start drinking wine and I start watching Beyonce videos. I mean, once you see one good Beyonce video, you gotta watch them all. I mean. It's if like, another one pops up, it's like fuck it. It's like Lay's potato chips. It's like nigga, I'm not just gonna eat one of these. It's like I know that I'm gonna be entertained. Like none of these videos are gonna disappoint me. No, she never disappoint. <laughs> Sierra also has amazing di- uh, videography. You are absolutely correct. I want her to come back the way she used to be out here. I don't know if it's ever going to be the same. Probably not. She rich as fuck now. She got a whole family. And she has like one of those families that I would actually want. Not like one of these fake. (laughs) They got the Huxtable shit. Yeah. They just came out with a fragrance. Mm -mm. I don't want to smell like (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's called R&C, of course. And it's... (laughs) You should see the bottle. It is literally, I want to say you can pull them apart, but it's like two. Russell Wilson is fucking amazing. It looks like, it looks like a Twizzler. Russell Wilson is the lamest nigga. And it's so funny that he's just comfortable being lame as fuck. Uh, I don't do that with uh, Destiny Child videos though. I don't like watching Destiny Child videos. Mm, Yeah, it doesn't have the same effect. Only a couple ones. Uh, Emotion, because that's just an amazing song. That's a good one. And plus, I love BG covers. And uh, Soldier, even though I don't like that whole super thug shit that has been <laughs> forced down women's throat my entire life. Because I am not a thug. Man, Beyonce might ruin a whole bunch of women's life based on the music. <laughs> she been feed a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but where everything is? after four is where I'm a super fan. 
Because I loved four, and that was a divisive album for a lot of people. Oh yeah, look at look at look at this. <laughs> She's so pretty. Like, how in love you gotta be for all your shit to be entangled? <laughs> Did you see the bottle? Yeah. A lot of love into the process of making the bottles. <laughs> Y'all mix it up chemicals. <laughs> Y'all just got so much love, huh? I just feel like that could have came up with a better name. Also, that shit don't impress me because Khloe Kardashian definitely had a a fragrance with Lamar Odom, which those are two niggas I would never want to smell like either. I don't remember that, but I'm not disappointed either. You can probably find it at your local TJ Maxx. You know the worst of uh, cologne slash perfume ever was? Michael Jordan cologne. Oh, I, didn't, I don't think I smelled that. Mm-hmm. It smelled like one of them. I remember it had like a grass scent. Like, nigga, why the fuck? <laughs> but mm-hmm. I want to smell like outside. Mm-mm. I'm good on that. Um, We haven't been talking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> we really haven't. It's kind of fun. Um, let's talk about Carl Lentz though, because ooh, honey. Um <laughs> so he got he got let go from the church. And I've been hearing a lot of For people, the people that don't know who Carl Lentz is. Oh, Carl Lentz child, I feel like everybody knows who Carl Lentz is at this point, but so Carl Lentz was the uh, head pastor at um, what is that big rich church High Hillsong Hill in New York. Um, also known as like the swag pastor because he literally just be out here dressing like a rock star lifestyle might not make it right. Like he's tatted, got a fade, got Kim's tight. <laughs> He's definitely cute. I'm not even going to disagree. Um, never would guess that he's a pastor, though. That's anyway, how you get him. Right. Sheesh. Yikes. Um, so he cheated on his wife. And obviously, it wasn't the first time. Well, I don't want to say obviously. Apparently, it wasn't the first time. Allegedly. And the Hillsong Church uh, let him go. And um, there's been a lot of like backlash on Hillsong's decision to do that. I think that's what I wanted to talk about more so than like his actual infidelities because I don't care about that. Um, But there's been (laughs) backlash on Hillsong. Um, I was listening to a little bit of Brilliant Idiots. Why? Every now and then, I just have to. I think I like uh, having think pieces on what they be saying and the bullshit that they be saying. I can't do it to myself. I hate Andrew Schultz. I want to punch him in the fucking face so bad. Yeah, they don't be funny. I just um, you need something to just rile you up every day. I, and some, sometimes they do have like 
semi-decent guests, but every now and then I, I click into them. That's how I use uh, Joe Button's podcast. <clears throat> I've substituted. I need a, a perfect element of toxic masculinity to combat my own like mascul- toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, they were talking about it and... Charlemagne was saying that he didn't agree with uh, Hillsong for letting him go because, and of course, Andrew was co-signing because they felt like, um, how can you be a church that's all about, you know, bringing people to God and no one being perfect and y'all, you know, using your own powers to to fire this man, like who has to say so and in in that type of thing. And you know what I'm saying? Like. Only God is supposed to be able to condemn you for your sin. And I'm just like, okay, but we're down here on earth. <laughs> the same way that he got hired, <laughs> he can get fired. He can get fired. So from that logic, that's dumb as hell. Because when you do, when you do blasphemous things while you are working under God or in the church, in a position of authority. It is very uh, common and well known to get sat down. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because they can't have you being an example, even though, yes, you know, you do preach that nobody's perfect and yada, yada, yada. But when you're in your sin, you gotta, you're not in a position to lead according to church. Right. And so um, that's what they were saying. And I disagreed with that because I'm just like... <laughs> You ain't never seen no niggas sat down. <laughs> First of all, there's such things as consequences, and you don't get to just not have consequences because you work in a church. Like that's stupid. Um, and even though God will forgive you, that doesn't mean that you don't have to make right with the people that you've affected. Right, or that doesn't mean that you don't need to have a little time out and get your house. shit together. And you know what I'm saying. You were out here living a little foul. Go through a process <laughs> of really getting your life back on track. Um, so, because clearly, if you a pastor cheating on your wife, your life is in shambles. I'm sorry, or you're just, just a person. I'm just trolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what they were also saying was, um, th- it, this is what I hate when like cheating scandals happen, but especially for like people in religion but it's this whole thing where they're just like you know why don't you they were saying like why don't why don't they just uh work with him through his bullshit or whatever this that and the third and i'm just like y'all making it seem like this man has a fucking like crack addiction or something that you know what I'm saying? That he's just deep in and he can't shake it on his own. He decided, he made the decision to cheat on his wife. This may get toxic. Do you believe that uh, sex addiction is real? Yeah. But I don't necessarily. I feel like you know this. That first time you step out. Or even the second time. Like, I just feel like with that kind of thing, you realize it's a problem. First of all, when you're married, you know that it's not right to step out on your fucking wife. I don't care what kind of addiction you have. <laughs> you know that that's not right. It's been frowned upon for, for a while. 
this why she's your wife because y'all are supposed to be committed to each other and you're a pastor you also know that you can't be out here living your life like this as a pastor he was caught up in the sins of his flesh kim i just don't i don't like i don't like that whole like we need to help him work through his troubles and his yada 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 and the whole time like apparently when he was with the girl the girl was you know recounting their um sexcapade right <laughs> and she was basically saying how he would always talk about like how great his wife was and how he felt bad for for even doing anything like what he was doing and i'm just like did you see her what the fuck bro yeah i did it always be like that it always be like that you be like you left this for that you stepped out yeah but i'm i'm tired of i'm tired of people giving men these passes and just like so much grace and so much compassion and oh he's the hurting this and he's just he's a, a baby he honest. just needs to be forgiven no. for him fucking up people's lives i hope his wife leaves him for a while um you know why niggas like that always you know why people like Charlamagne did it because he's a cheating bastard too right that's all the shit is he just likes to relate yeah it's like I'm, I'm just trying to explain I hate that nigga too anytime he can relate to anybody's cheating scandal he gets so excited Carlin's man that's that's my boy man and like I've, I definitely like I can relate I feel him because you know I've been he says four years sober when he's talking about cheating how do you listen to this bullshit? Uh, um, you know, I can feel him. I'm, I'm four years sober now, and I can tell. I can honestly say that I feel so much better now that I'm this, that, and the third. But like, I know where he's coming from, and you know, he definitely just needs somebody there for him, and he definitely just needs yada yada yada. And I'm just like, bro, no. Like, when do these niggas get tired of embarrassing their wives? That's the real question. Same thing with that cheating walrus, John Gray. I just wanted to use that phrase cheating walrus. <laughs> Never heard that. Where did you get that? From? I made it up. But I was like, this is so fucking good. Do you think he looks like a walrus? It's this one picture. <laughs> I knew it. That's it's the picture I saw and I was like, you know what, goddammit, he does look like a fucking walrus. But no, like I don't understand why. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely like <laughs> or TD fakes as well. <laughs> that too. Yo, know, that day I said on Twitter, TD Jakes look like a nigga that shoot dice. That was the funniest shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I fucking mean. Especially with them little glasses he be wearing. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Leather jackets, bro. But now I'm just tired of this whole like rhetoric behind cheating women or cheating men and supporting cheating men like it's, in, it's in supposed to be a way accepted. that you're coddling them like they did the same thing didn't they have an interview with somebody i forgot who it was that were just like men should be uh praised or for not or cheating awarded for not cheating yeah was it who was it it was somebody a couple of it was somebody i can't remember his name or who it was and i was like that's the dumbest shit i've ever fucking heard in my life. like i don't know man 
N- and niggas be hyping this shit up. These niggas spitting the truth. Like it's just like when they always. Uh, I don't think monogamy should be. Uh, monogamy isn't how man was originally supposed to be. So I think you should be able to have multiple wives if you can support them. It's always some broke nigga retweeting that shit. So I think that if I, you know, do decide to just only have sex with you after I made this vow to only <laughs> be with you, that I should be rewarded. Right. What? And then they be having goofy ass fucking women co-signing this bullshit. Like you look nutty, lady. Same same kind of rhetoric was happening with uh Deval and Kadeen on one of their episodes. I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay, well, they're uh, pretty pretty popular um, social media black couple, and I follow them on YouTube and fell in love with them. Um, That's why. I why are all these like random people starting to follow me? I've been getting a lot of random followers too. Um, it's because you're a superstar kid. Michael, little Mike. I'm just Tito. It's not even. Like, I might not even be Tito. I might be Jermaine. I'm a little bit of a star. We don't even just, have any mutual. Like I'm not Mike. Follow, but I'm definitely probably Jermaine. I'm the second lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> I could play a mean Jesus. bass. But um, so they he they so they have a podcast also um. He used to play football for somebody. I want to say Detroit. I don't remember. Anyway, um, so they they're a pretty popular, like young black YouTube social media couple because they've been married for I want to say ten years now, and they're they're just like a couple years older than us. I want to say thirty four, thirty five. Maybe 36. I don't know. Anyway, so they're super popular for just like being married young and, you know, raising a a decent family and yada, 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 whatever. So they had this episode where they were talking and he was basically saying like, you know, why do women push for marriage so much? But then when it comes to sex, uh, if you know, if y'all don't desire sex, basically on the same level that we do, why do you push for monogamy? I remember somebody bringing that up on top on Twitter, and it's just like men literally get married and then fight against monogamy, and I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand, and I know women cheat too. But I just feel like it's it's been a it's been a little bit of a bigger movement, a bigger wave around like men and their infidelities lately, and basically supporting that. Because men act like I can't remember. I was watching like uh, Kevin Angel's thing, and they were talking about they were talking about. She was saying that men act like women don't have desire. And that women don't meet somebody be like, oh, I, fucking admit, I can get with them. Right. Like, they don't have that feeling. This is only a man feeling that I'm like, oh, I want to have sex with her. Like, no, we're fucking humans. <laughs> I also hate, um, I don't, I don't want to say hate, but sometimes I listen to uh, Kevin and Melissa and they talk about like different like sexual things like during married couples and or between married couples and um, 
they they use the term like higher desire women. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I hate that that's even a thing. Like everybody's different in general. Yeah. But I, I do think that it's important to, for people to know that there are higher desired men and women. That's what I'm saying. Period. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like it's the same bullshit. Right. Speaking of Charlemagne's bitch ass though, what do you think about the Meg the Stallion thing? You didn't see that? Mm-mm. She didn't want... Let me pull it so you, we can hear from the horse's mouth. Nope. All I've been hearing from Meg the Stallion is that she dropping some new shit tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Real hot girl shit. <laughs> it's going to be a crazy day tomorrow. Well, Friday. Wait up. Real hot girl shit. <laughs> ah. Sims body head ass. Real sim girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> you remember we were talking about that one person that we can't name? We were like real white girl shit. <laughs> yep. I wish I could have used that shit. I do remember that. <laughs> That was one of the things that I thought was hilarious. That I was like, man, I can't use that. That's one of the funniest things we've ever done. I can't believe you even think I want to take some money. Like, you just shot Okay. Um, all right. So, in this clip, Meg Stallion, of course, has a new album coming out. And so, she was going to go on Breakfast Club because, unfortunately, Breakfast Club is still the number one radio show for urban markets. And... They were told that she didn't want any Tory Lanez questions because, you know, she's a victim. Naturally. Yeah, I mean, she's probably tired of hearing this shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear about a nigga that shot me. Right. I don't want to keep talking about this, especially if people are going to act the way they've been acting. Yeah. So Now, Megan Thee Stallion said when police did get there and arrest Tory Lanez, they noticed that her feet were bleeding. And they asked her what happened. And she responded, I got cut. And so... That was her conversation because I guess, you know, people don't know how to react to the police and not wanting to tell things at that time. Now, she said she did still want to project strength despite being a victim. She said, like, damn, I have to be tough through all this all the time. It was like, who really checks on us or who protected us? You just go your whole life with that mentality. And then when something actually happens to you, when you properly should have protected yourself, your first instinct was not to protect yourself. It was protecting other people. So... That's, she told all that to GQ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't Meg say, uh, did, Meg was supposed to be here this week, but she, um, they had a long laundry list of things not to talk to yeah, her about, I and it that, was all Tory Lanez and that situation related? Yeah, I think, I think you know what? I, yeah, I think it's crazy, because when she does... White publications. White publications, she's able to talk and, and talk about everything that she wants to talk about, but mm-hmm. when she goes to the black press and black publications... There's a list that the label sends out that, you know, don't ask her about this. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. But we're the ones that support her and hold her down and play her music and, and talk about all the good things that she does and go through all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's just I would weird love when to, they do that. I it's would love weird, to read man. the GQ magazine article because if you're going to name her rapper of the year, you should be focusing on her, her rap, right? I would. But there's other, yeah, that's in there, too. This was just part, no, you know, okay. and, and yeah, definitely. It's a whole new. She talks about. Uh, I hate that nigga. On WAP. And just a lot of other things as well. So well, salute she to talks about YouTube, mm-hmm. Apple Music, and all of that. Salute to Meg. Wish her the best on her uh, debut album. Good, good news. But you know, I just don't like when artists go to white publications and spill their guts. But when they come to the black media outlets, they want us. Now we also to have a long, don't know sometimes. To- First off, 
so much. <laughs> First off, don't act like you don't ask the most inappropriate fucking questions anytime anybody's up there. The first thing you asked Elizabeth Warren when she was up there was about the Native American thing. Mm-hmm. You use all these times to talk about women, talk to women about sex and all these other inappropriate things, talk about people being molested, people doing all this other shit. And then when somebody doesn't want to be a victim for show for you, you but, try to air her out. Right. But the reason she could talk about that with GQ is because they ain't going to ask her no stupid ass fucking question because they realize that she's a fucking victim. But you want to just make it about black media. No, it's because the type of bullshit that you be on is why people don't want to fuck with you. Yes, exploitative. It's just like if, uh, uh, what is the nigga shit? Uh, media takeout or whatever mm. which is like why don't people come to us to talk about important issues because you're trash I don't even pay attention to media takeout I don't, I don't even think that'd be I think that's dead what's the one that niggas shade room the shade room it's like it's shade room it's like yo why don't people come to black publications to talk about this like because y'all be on some fucking bullshit y'all be messy all the time if y'all we're trying to uplift people. Charlemagne also be trying to get in his like, I'm uplifting bag and I don't believe that shit because that nigga's a fucking con artist just like everybody else. Yeah, for sure. This nigga heard the word anxiety and ran. He wrote two books. Right. Like, I'm gonna read a fucking book from Charlemagne. Suddenly he's the face of self-help. Right. Please. Like, nigga, I've had anxiety my whole fucking life. I don't need Charlemagne to help me realize some shit mm-hmm. <laughs> Leonard like yeah, Monique be. said Leonard <laughs> Leonard um, yeah they, they definitely are clickbait type people and they are definitely trauma porn type people yeah. when honestly and truly I feel like you should be using this platform to give Meg the time to break down her shit the way she wants to break it down to you if she wants to do that if not like there's still plenty of other things you can talk about with meg right she's always working on something she is a fully realized adult you can ask her how has she been and you know what i'm saying is she in a better place now has she graduated how's school going blah 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 tons of other things because you know she's a person but don't get mad that somebody didn't let you bully them on fucking national TV. When was that? Was that recently? I think it was like today. It had to be yesterday because they talked about good news. Uh, so yeah, fuck them because it's been what two, three months <laughs> since the whole thing went down. Now, yeah. If she don't want to talk about it at this point, and don't do, she's like completely validated in that because she's talked her ear off about it when she didn't even want to. The whole point of her even lying to the police was because she didn't want to have to say shit at all. <laughs> Charlamagne know that shit. Charlamagne just be trying to let these trash ass arguments go on fucking social media. Yeah, he's, he's fucking troll ass bitch. That's why I refuse to give him any my fucking listens or anything else. <laughs> But, speaking of listens, 
<laughs> Did you hear this today? Oh yeah. That rain shit. Forgive me. I played a snippet. Oh, I saw the one that you retweeted that was like, it ain't no way Kirk Franklin <laughs> uh okay this. This shit going up. <laughs> Not mad at it. wasted it though yeah like where is the track where is the actual right like, you just let Kurt's hits let go people, right <laughs> don't let people take your beat right you just swagger jacking as we used to say back in the day yeah I did see that um it's the visual that got me though I was like you're going to fucking hell it's a little sacrilegious here <laughs> so y'all just say fuck it um if that shit actually takes off, though, it's going to be wild. You know what's funny? We uh, A couple weeks or months ago, I wanted to talk about that the dude that did that Corinne Bailey Ray uh, cover. And it, that shit started blowing up finally. <clears throat> the girl put your records on. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to actually just remember. The song is actually blowing up now. That's when we were going to talk. Somebody else that had did a cover. Of a song from when we were like in high school. And we were like, man, I don't, I don't like this. I can't remember. Neither can I. It's been way too many viral videos this year. Everything's <laughs> viral. Every day it's a new viral video. Oh, speaking of viral moments, Gucci and, well, by the time everybody listens to this, it would happen. Yeah. But I am excited to see this psycho versus. I wonder what made Gucci decide. Like, all right, I'm coming. Bruh, we played last week the song where he talked about killing Jeezy's whole boy. How you gonna sit in the room? And then Young Jeezy, did you see? Apparently, Gucci's still been out here trolling like shit. Oh, yeah. Gucci's a troll. It's gonna be must see. I thought he had graduated from that, but. That clone shit. (laughs) Um. Who is it? He, um, oh, Jeezy also is coming out with uh, the recession, too. Did you see the cover? Mm-mm. <laughs> I didn't even know Jeezy was back doing music ever since he done got booed up with Jenny Mai, which is still blowing my mind. It is. He's supposed to have like a podcast or something. That's the cover. Wow, I didn't. I seen that picture. Didn't realize that was the cover. Somebody said Jeezy dressed like Doug, Doug Funny sister. That's some Daria shit. Yo, uh, Judy Funny was the original uh, bohemian chick. Oh, definitely. She was always high as fuck. She was artsy. I feel like all the characters on Doug was on some kind of drug. Like, did they all just represent? <laughs> like in uh, Winnie the Pooh, how they all represent different mental, mental disorders. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this shit got dark. Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter. Which drug was Skeeter on? Skeeter was cocaine for sure. <laughs> what was what was Roger? What was Roger Klontz? Meth? <laughs> he did live in a trailer. <laughs> 
He was an ugly motherfucker. I still can't shake when they said that G Easy looked like Roger Klotz. That's the funniest shit that happened this year. <laughs> well, no, it's not the funniest shit because it was like a million funny things. That yeah. was early part of this year, though. Yeah, it was. But that's not a lie. <laughs> um, uh, Patty. Doug, Doug and his sister were definitely both just smoking some good weed. What was Patty? Patty could be cocaine, too, though. No, nah, Patty was so laid back. That shit is heroin. <laughs> Patty Hi, Doug. Well, yeah. Hi, right. Doug. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Who am I thinking about? I'm thinking about um BB. Yeah. Them she was the mean one. And she was rich, so yeah, she could definitely be on some coke shit. She's a coke baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Poor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chop used to be wild the fuck out too. Oh yeah. He was high. Oh <laughs> high. He was contact high. Them niggas were definitely on drugs because they were banging on trash cans and drumming on street street lights. One little voice kept calling them, calling them. (laughs) Oh, jeez. One little voice was calling me, calling me. See, this is why cartoons are not for adults. we We be seeing right through the shit. Who is the coolest cartoon dog of all time? Got Snoopy. Pork chop. Uh, Brian, Family Guy. Um, who's another good cartoon dog? The dog from Cat Dog. Did he count? I mean, he was half. Was Ren and or Stimpy a dog? Ren was a Chihuahua. Stimpy was a cat. Uh, two stupid dogs. <laughs> Damn, we had a lot of animal incorporated yeah. in cartoons. Clifford. <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. Uh, uh Snoopy gotta be the coolest. Yeah, cause he be wearing sunglasses and shit. Snoopy had a whole alter ego when he put on shades. It became Joe Cool. Snoopy <laughs> was bougie as fuck. Snoopy made his house into an airplane and would go off to war fighting niggas. <laughs> oh my god yeah he did and he kept a bird with him like on some pimp shit <laughs> a pet having a pet yeah that is definitely elite Snoopy takes the cake for sure and Snoopy's cousins would come in they'd be all kind of weird shit yeah like he had that cousin out in the desert that just lived by a cactus Snoopy Snoopy is the mysterious one who'd have been through a lot of shit but he ain't gonna tell you yeah like you know yeah, yeah so he just shows you in subtle ways yeah like I didn't even know Snoopy knew about that shit yeah, Snoopy <laughs> know about that shit I don't know, know Snoopy knew how to fucking carve some shit out of wood with a Swiss knife. <laughs> what the fuck did Snoopy do at that puppy farm? <laughs> I mean, Snoopy know how to roll a J. What was Snoopy doing before he met Charlie Brown? It's kind of how I feel about Cooper when he be asleep and he was <laughs> like, what the fuck did this nigga do? <laughs> yeah. What y'all be thinking about? Oh. Um, I mean, Pork Chop was dope too. Cause I mean, Pork Chop would be banging, listening to his own music. Pork Chop was cool. 
He definitely had his own little personality. But Snoopy existed outside of Charlie Brown. It was almost like Charlie Brown was Snoopy's pet. (laughs) (laughs) Snoopy, I feel like, just had his own, like, unknown universe. Right. Of just Snoopy shit that we just will never know about. Right. Snoopy Snoopy got his own life. Yeah. Snoopy is not confined like all these other pets. But he's he's uh he's private. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't post his whereabouts. No, nah, you ain't gonna see Snoopy on the ground. On the socials. No, nah, you ain't gonna see Snoopy's fleets. But Not Sno- until at least, you know, six weeks later. Oh yeah. He a classy bitch. Right. <laughs> he's gonna post some professional photos. Like God damn, Snoopy got a whole ass photographer. Yeah. Snoopy have events. Yeah, black tie. Oh, yeah. He don't come in no bullshit. Snoopy mm-hmm. gonna escort your ass out. Or don't make him have to put Joe Cool on your ass. Joe Cool. Hey, Joe Cool got bodies, bro. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> Is Joe Cool a pimp or a security guard? Both of <laughs> Joe X. Cool posted up at the pool hall like... Like you'll never he on some shady shit. We'll just say it like that. You don't know if he running numbers, if he's selling a little coke, or if he just, you know, that nigga chilling in the pool hall. But there's something going on with Joe Cool is around mm-hmm. that I just don't trust. Even though that nigga is cool. His name gives it away. Yeah, he's he is top tier cartoon pet. For sure. If you couldn't tell I'm a Snoopy fan. I I love peanuts. Oh, I used to love peanuts. I like all the little the little holiday stuff, obviously because of the you know little skimpy Christmas tree. <laughs> I have one of those in the uh, garage. I need to get one. I'm, like I'm gonna put it up here because I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna put a real tree in here just in case Cooper like bathroom right. Nigga, what? Can't do that. <laughs> that is counterproductive. Like I said, I have a stupid dog. And I'm okay with it because he's loyal, but he's just stupid. Mm. Having a smart dog ain't always cracked up. I don't want no Snoopy. I need somebody that I can leave and he's going to be there when I get back. <laughs> Cooper is going to be there when I get back. Snoopy is independent AF. Do you know what that means, man? He got his own house. <laughs> 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 Snoopy is definitely a bad bitch. <laughs> oh fuck. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Beow, beow, beow.